Science education, fitness too. Molecular moms got it all for you. Hi everyone, thanks for joining me on today's episode of Molecular Mom. So on this episode, I just wanted to give you a bit of an update after um, my board exam. I posted a blog uh, last week about my experience with uh, taking the exam uh, day after I, I took the exam after I had some time to sort of digest what what had happened um, and so you can you can read that here but I also wanted to, to just do a video post on the experience for those of you that um, prefer to watch the video or listen to the podcast so on the day before the exam, um, my husband had planned to drive me to New Orleans where the exam was being held uh, this, this May. It's held twice a year. Um, the next is in October, October 11th in Philadelphia. So it, it hops around all, the, all around the country. I think last year, one of the locations was San Antonio. So we, we woke up in the morning, I had planned to leave uh, in the morning when my, when my mom was gonna come and uh, watch the boys for me while we were gone and I was gonna study in the car the whole way. Uh, that's why the main reason I wanted my husband to, to come along with me. Um, but immediately when my husband woke up, he's like, oh, I don't, don't feel quite right and had to run to the restroom and was puking his guts out. So my, uh, my two, two oldest boys had had a stomach bug about a week prior. So it seemed like every three or four days uh, it, it had been getting passed on and, and the new person was getting symptoms. So. I immediately freaked out thinking, oh my God, I just had these visions of me puking my guts out in the middle of this uh, exam that I've been dedicating so much time to study for. And I'm like, this is just gonna be awful. Um, but he, he felt a little better after, after he'd gotten uh, sick to his stomach. And um, we left a few hours later and he said he didn't really feel that great, but um, didn't feel that he was going to have to to throw up again. So that that was good, but I made sure that he kept his distance. So um, I studied most of the way in the car, and when we got to New Orleans, we walked around for a little bit and had dinner, uh, and then called it a, a pretty early night, got back in it. I think it was like 8.30 or 9 o'clock, and I studied for about another hour and then went to bed, and of course uh, I woke up every hour or so looking at the clock, nervous uh, in anticipation of the exam for the next morning. Um, and then just worried that I was going to sleep through my alarm. Um, so I woke up in the morning. It was probably mm, six o'clock. Um, and the exam was scheduled for 720. The, the first part of the exam was a general knowledge exam. So, so I got there at about 10 till uh, seven. And they said that they weren't going to start registration until 7:20. So you needed two forms of ID. So at 7:20, everyone lined up, and they gave uh, you a card that had your name, uh, your seat number, and what exam you were taking. And you had to immediately go into the room after they gave you that card. After you showed your two forms of ID, um, it could be a passport um, or a driver's license, photo ID, and then the second form could just be a credit card with your name on it, for example. So at least one official um, ID. So I, I walked in. I, I was feeling fine. Um, 
sat down at the exam and the the very first thing that's on the desk you have two number two pencils and an eraser and then there was a page of rules and I can't remember what all the rules were but the main rule that that sticks out in my head and that they reiterated a few times was that you could absolutely under no circumstance share in any way shape or form the content of what's on the exam and that's when it's like uh that's exactly why no one shares any information about this exam and why no one talks about it and why no one no one knows how to study for the exam. Um, although they provide a general knowledge binder that can help you with studying uh, as far as the molecular diagnostics and the, and the specialty sections, um, there, there's just really not much out there. So you really don't know what to study other than their very, very broad outline that they give you of studying, oh, study new tech technology and molecular diagnostics. Uh, that's a pretty broad field. Um, and then at what granular level do you have to know um, all this information? So they make you sign that and they repeated several times that they take it very seriously if they find out that you've shared anything about the exam, that uh, any of the content, that they will revoke your board certification or not award your certification if you're not board certified yet. Um, so they... I, I think that that has what's scared a lot of people to not share anything about the exam. Um, I feel that sharing my story, I'm not going to share obviously the content of the exam, um, but with my experience with the exam, I think it, it hopefully will have some value to those that are looking to take it, um, although I can't share what's on it. Um, so the, the, the general knowledge portion of the exam was much harder than I expected. Uh, even with having that, that binder to study, uh, there were questions on there that aren't in the binder. Um, the questions were very tricky in wording. There were quite frankly questions that there was no good answer, that they were all wrong. And I'm a hundred percent certain they were all wrong because I went and double checked after taking the exam and was looking up some of these questions and um you but you have to take you have to choose the best answer so the best of a bunch of crappy answers pretty much um so to me it's a, it's a little dirty the test is a little dirty um but I've always been really bad at standardized exams personally because I'm the type of person that I never speak in um certainties. Um, I'm a gray area sort of person and I always can pick apart every word and find an exception um, to the rule. And that's that's really what science is about. You, there's always exceptions no matter what. So it, it's tough for me to pick the right answer because I can always pick apart everyone. Um, so so it was pretty, pretty tough, just the general part of it, the general knowledge part. And um, after looking up a lot of the answers that I, I could remember, there's about 26 out of the seven, 70 questions that I, I wasn't sure on, but I could narrow down um, to the, the two best candidate answers. Um, and I think I got a lot of them right. The majority of the ones I, I wasn't sure of, I think I got right. So I, I think that I have a, a good shot that I could have passed the general knowledge part of the exam. Um, but time will tell. It takes four to six weeks to get the results because it's a paper and pencil bubble test. Talk about uh, ancient methods <laughs> in today's digital world. Um, 
So after, after I took uh, about, it was about an hour in to the exam, I actually started to get a little sick to my stomach and had a little bit of indigestion. And I, I was starting to really get worried and have some nervous sweats that those visions of me puking my guts out in the middle of the exam were gonna come true. Um, so I raised my hand up sheepishly and uh, one of the exam administrators came over and I was like, hey, I'm a little worried that I may get sick to my stomach. Do you have a trash can I could bring over to, to my chair? Uh, stomach bug had just gone through my, my house. Um, and surprisingly, they instead of giving me a trash can, they offered to escort me to the bathroom. And so I walked around for a little bit, splashing water in my face, and subside a little bit. Um, so uh, they escorted me back to my, my chair, uh, and I completed the exam. Um, still felt a little off, but uh, was able to get through all the questions and then review those 26 or so. Had time to review those that I was uncertain of. So after the exam was over, I had about a half-hour break before the molecular diagnostics portion of the exam. And it was the same deal. Wait around until it was 10.30 at that time, the 10.30 registration. Walk straight in, uh, take your chair, go through the same rules, sign your sheet, two number two pencils, an eraser. Um, and you had two hours to, to take that exam. And in each section, different people are taking different exams. Not everyone was taking the general knowledge that first part when I took it. Some people may have were taking um, the specialty exams at that time. So uh, the molecular diagnostics section was really hard. Um, the questions were very, very, very detailed. Um, you have to know things at a very granular level. You can't just know in general terms. Um, and it was very broad, so the outline that they give you, I think, is probably pretty accurate for the most part, but the outline that they give you for molecular diagnostics is so broad that, of course, um, it's going to cover it. Um, it. The outline really wasn't very helpful. Um, I will say that. So even though I have a PhD in genetics and molecular biology, um, have a postdoc of a year that I spent in metabolomics and um, gene expression, um, and almost six years of clinical diagnostic experience with over half of that time being spent basically acting as a director, a section director of a molecular diagnostics lab, genetics lab, um, that does not prepare you for this exam whatsoever. Um, uh, there were very few questions that I feel like I, I would have been able to get right if I had not studied. Um, some of the general ones maybe, but, um, now that I know that's what's on it, I will go back and restudy, but honestly, uh, I don't know, even if I, re when I study again, um, if I'll be able to pass it, uh, because, because the questions were so detailed, um, and in areas that I'm not necessarily an expert in or have working experience in. So it was, a, it was pretty discouraging um, after taking it, after you know, spending so much time and an effort to study over the 60-day period. A lot of people you know, study for six months to a year, and they study part-time. I was hoping that uh, being able to, to cram and dedicate almost full-time to studying would um, be to my advantage because it's a 
pretty, uh, pretty much the exam is cram and dump. Um, and that's really what you have to do. And you can't really cram six months in advance, um, and think that you're going to realize something that you, or remember something that you had studied six months prior. That's not how my brain works. I don't know if you're a lucky person that you can, uh, remember every little granular piece of information that you've studied, uh, you'll do great on this exam, but I'm not one of those people. So, um, I was pretty upset after uh, taking the exam because I knew that mm, pretty slim chance that I passed it. I looked up, again, I had about 27 questions I didn't really know. Um, I had enough time to go back through all of them and review them and try to pick the best answer, but a lot of them, I, I couldn't even narrow it down to the two best. Um, and after taking the exam and looking up all of the questions or that I could remember, uh, the majority of them, I will be honest, I'm pretty sure I selected the wrong answer. Um, and, you know, I'm trying not to take it too personally. Um, I'm not the smartest and I'm not the, the dumbest woman out there. Um, I have a lot of experience in this field, but... I've always been bad at standard exams, um, and that's just the way the cookie crumbles for me. Uh, and, you know, since there isn't a lot out there about this exam, I have no idea what the pass rate is, but I talked to a few people after the exam, and, and they pretty much had the exact same feelings that I did, that it was very detailed, very broad, um, that they do not think that they passed. Um, so it's um, one of those... One of those those things that you just um, you just have to take it and see and uh, see how you do and try not to take it too personally if you don't pass. Um, I think after taking it, I would be very surprised if the pass rate is over fifty percent um, because it was that hard um, and there's just. It, with trying to study for both sections, um, the way my brain works is my recall memory. I'll, you know, I have you know pretty good recall memory, but when I'm trying to study for two sections, um, I lose pieces of information. I can't recall things. Um, I have to push certain things out of my head in order to be able to recall that amount of information. So hopefully um, when I take this exam again, which I pretty certain I'm going to have to take the at least the molecular diagnostics part again. Um, at least I'll have, be able to make some room in my brain, push out a lot of that uh, general knowledge section details out and make room for these little details in the molecular diagnostics areas that I am not very familiar with. And um, that's, I'll just have to try again. Um, and that's that's just the way it is, you know. Um, and I hope that my experience with this will be some, you know, encouragement to other people that are in the same situation where, hey, you know, your failures don't define you. Um, and I will take it again. I will try again if I don't pass this time. And that's okay. Um, I have a feeling that there's a lot of people in the same boat. So don't feel bad that you don't pass it the first time. Uh, my plan had actually been to go in and take the exam without really studying and see how I did, just so I knew what was on it. Um, 
disappointed that I didn't do as well as I, I wanted to do. Um, but I'll keep moving forward and uh, I will retake it. I'm planning that I hopefully will retake it in October, but just sort of depends on what, what my schedule looks like and how crazy things get. Um, if I can't find the amount of time to study that I think I need to before that October date, then I'm just going to have to push it out and take it again in the spring. Um, I have three tries, so um, hopefully I pass it this next time. And if I don't, I'll take it a third time and better pass it that time. So um, if, if you're in the same boat as me, try, try not to get too discouraged. Um, I know that a lot of people probably feel the same way that I do. So you're in a good company if, uh, if you don't pass. So, all right. If uh, anyone has any other questions, you can feel free to reach out to me um, either on LinkedIn or Facebook or email me at uh, the, the molecular mom um, at gmail.com. So thanks again. I will talk to you later. Science education, fitness too. Molecular mom's got it all for you.